Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 315 of Weekly Poker Hand. I hope life is treating you well. We are playing 2550 No Limit Hold'em today on Poker Night in America. Make sure you check out their YouTube channel. You can just search on YouTube, Poker Night in America. It'll come right up. Um, they have a lot of great content there. So we're playing 2550, $20,000 deep, 400 big blinds deep. I raised it up with pocket jacks under the gun. Gonzalez calls in the hijack seat with a six of diamonds. And then Jennifer Tilly three bets to $800 on the button. Jennifer Tilly really wasn't doing a whole lot of three betting. She was playing a lot of hands, but she really wasn't playing them all that aggressively. So, you know, alarm bells are kind of going off immediately. This is a great spot for me to just call with pocket jacks. I realize it is $650 more, a lot of big blinds. But if I get a set playing 400 big blinds deep, I'm just loving life. And if I get an overpair, it's going to be fine enough. I don't necessarily want to put in the four bet because if I do four bet and she calls or five bets, I really don't know where I stand. And well, that's not where I want to be. She does still have a mystery hand. We are not going to know what she has throughout this entire hand. Like real poker. <laughs> we only know what I have. All right. So I'm going to be checking every single flop, no matter what it is. There are no hands I'm leading in this scenario. So we do automatically check. Flop comes queen, seven, two, two clubs. I have no clubs. I check, and she puts out a continuation bet of $1,100 into the $1,800 pot. And this is fine. This is a situation where we have the best hand a decent amount of the time. But if we do raise, well, she's going to call with every queen and all the overpairs. And if I call, it forces her to stay in the pot with all of her bluffs. And... Yes, I realize this is a dicey spot, but my plan is to call on most turns. The only bad turns for me are an ace, a king, or a club. If a club comes, I probably would just immediately fold if she bet, even though a club is a great card for her to keep bluffing. Um, but this is a spot where I think that's generally going to be my strategy. And it's okay to check call some hands on the flop that you plan to check fold on the turn. Because notice I would also check call the queen. And I, even on this board, I'd also check call with sets. And it would put her in a pretty bad spot if I'm just sitting here with sets some portion of the time, right? So I like the idea of just check calling my whole range here because I think she probably just has a range advantage across the board. And that's going to make it to where I can't get too out of line. I just check call everything and go from there. And the hands that get way worse on the turn end up getting checked and then folded. So turns a king of hearts. One of those nasty cards. Now I'm just going to check fold and move on with my life. This is a situation, I know it may seem very simple, but a lot of people get into trouble in this scenario by calling the flop way too wide, calling the turn way too wide, and then just being unwilling to let go of their hand once the board does run out pretty bad. And you have to have the discipline to let go of hands that are just in bad shape. Now, if I did have a hand like ace-king and I did float the flop with like, let's say ace of clubs king, and I turn a king of hearts, I am check calling the turn and I am check calling the river. If I had a queen here, I'm probably folding the queen, not to the turn bet, but to the river bet. And that's going to be a-okay. And if your opponents are known to be even a little bit more tight and straightforward, especially whenever they are putting a lot of chips into the pot, as many live poker players are, you can actually fold even more than the tight strategy I just outlined. And it's worth mentioning that the strategy I did just outline is rather snug. It's not like it's an absurdly loose or splashy play to check call the flop of pocket jacks. What a lot of people do wrong though is they just check and they fold every time they miss. And if you check and you fold with stuff like jacks on queen seven two, every time you get a bad flop, 
you are going to end up folding way, way, way more than your fair share of the pots, and you're going to have a difficult time ever winning at poker. So especially if you're playing against players who are reasonable, you must learn to defend at least somewhere close to the minimum defense frequency. And if you're folding out everything worse than a queen in the spot, you're just going to get absolutely run over. And uh, I hate to break it to you, if you're playing against reasonable opponents, you're going to have no chance to win. And I want to help you have a chance to succeed at poker. And I want you to succeed at poker. And that's why I made my training site, PokerCoaching.com. There we have tons of interactive quizzes, kind of like these hands, except for instead of um, me telling you what I do, you have to tell me what you would do, and then you get my immediate feedback about that scenario. Um, you can get a completely free trial over at PokerCoaching.com. You have no reason not to try it. And, you know, if you sign up and you don't like it after, well, less than a month, just let me know and we'll give you a full refund. If I do not help you better your skills at poker, I do not want or deserve your money. But if I do help you, well, you know, you can pay a little bit. <laughs> so that's going to be it for today. hope you enjoyed this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. It was short and sweet, nothing fancy, but it just demonstrates how to play these kind of junky hands in marginal spots, right? Put a little bit of money in, and when your opponent, opponents want to put more money in, time to get out of the way. Good luck in your games. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next time.